You're listening to the Noisy Business Podcast, the unapologetic comedy podcast that takes you deep into the semi-sophisticated mind of Brighton. Have you even heard of the bro code? I've considered selling marijuana, but I just don't know how to get it. Pretty sure that dude's a Nazi. She said my dick was racist. And the untamed imagination of Sean. I never learned how to wash my hands. I was homeschooled, okay? Um, it made me cream my pants. There's people in the audience that need to know we're talking about dicks. (laughs) Sit back and turn your volume down. It's about to get noisy. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Noisy Business Podcast. It is good to be back. Once again, another episode has, is going into the books, That's and right. it's been, you know what, it's been fun, and it's been getting, uh, I, I don't want to, I don't want to toot our own horn before, we have, b- before it's too, uh, too soon. I mean, but, I don't want to make any lowbrow jokes, but there's some big toots <laughs> that are going to oh, be We're going to be later. ripping some deep ones. No, okay, we're not making fart jokes. You guys, uh, I, I didn't think we were going to like announce it this f- soon but we might as well we have a very like super super special guest later on this episode and it's it's not us doing an impression or something goofy like that we actually have somebody that we have live streaming in it's gonna be quite an experience i would say it's gonna be a very powerful experience oh uh, well well, maybe we'll drop a couple more in but we were able to book a pretty big guest uh i mean like who i mean he's not physically big but i mean like we're not gonna drop any names but i mean if I, if I asked you, hey, Brayton, like, who would be the number one podcast host that hosts their own podcast? Like, uh, I would, who would like, who, who, who would we want? Who would be at, like, the top of that list? Well, we know Howard Stern actually isn't part of the podcasting uh, he's radio. Uh, universe, mm-hmm. so he doesn't even think that we exist. Sure. So he, he's definitely not it. He's too cool. Um, too cool. I would say uh, that... The host of Comedy Bang Bang, Chris uh, uh, Ackerman. Okay, what about Chris Ackerman? I don't even think that's his name. Christopher, Steve Ackerman. Um, what no. about what about uh, Chris D'Elia? Now that he's he's kind of making his comeback. Ooh, 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 ooh. I'm gonna go ahead and say that he's Too probably soon. unavailable. Mm. Uh, we we have reached out, but he his podcast. Congratulations. Mm. <laughs> Uh, unfortunate name for a podcast if you're if you're following Crystalia right say, now. Yeah, I say uh, restart a podcast, rebrand it as a uh, best of luck to you, pal. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> yeah, here's a shovel. Did. Try to dig your way out of that hole. <laughs> yeah, oof. Um, no, no I mean, this is I mean, actually probably bar none the biggest podcaster that we've ever booked. Wait, what about that? But what about that German microbrewer guy that we had for Oktoberfest? He, he was, was a pretty close cool. third. He was. Oh, who's your second? Number two. Oh, the pilgrim guy. Yeah, he was, he was pretty <laughs> he good. Was pretty, yeah. uh, Christian. We got a lot of, uh, no, I forget his name. No, no, no. His name was, uh, was it pilgrim. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. It was Ephraim. Ephraim. Yeah. McGillicuddy. <laughs> That's right. Yep. 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 Yeah, I, I remember mean, you, who you I had, booked. You were a little bit closer to him than I was. Oh, so. that was a hard book. Yeah. Do you know how hard it is to get time travel? Oh, hard, you guys. It's like twice as much. We've, we've time, time travel a couple times on this podcast. Maybe we'll try it in the future. But no, this person that is definitely coming up uh, on this episode. It's an actual real person for, in real this day person, and age. You're going to recognize their name. You're, uh, you know what? Let's just say it. 
We got Joe Rogan, guys. You guys, we did it. <laughs> I don't. Okay, we oh, are, we're, we are equally nervous and excited. Like, yeah, stick I, around I'm, to the end of the end of the episode. Dude, we have gotten a version of Joe Rogan. Yeah. He may be a doppelganger. Did he you? might be. He might. It might be a troll. Who knows? No, no, no. It's but actually, a person with a bald face no, and uh, a big arms and, and big arms yeah. and some tats mm-hmm. is going to show up on our stream, Very and we're pretty sure it's going to be Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll have video proof. Joe. Yeah, of course. Um, we've got all the cameras going right now. You you have the uh, backup battery, right? Just in case. Uh, of course. Yeah, because we have the regular um, battery. And then I was like, hey, like, we need to make sure if we're recording all this, like, stuff. That yeah. If we're, 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 we spent a lot of our podcast to get Joe, Mighty Joe, onto our podcast as a guest. Everyone knows he doesn't do too much that doesn't involve Tim Dillon. Sure. So it, getting him out of the zone. Yeah, it was very, very hard. He's I mean, very it, busy in, uh, it was in Austin our, it was, right now trying to rebuild the comedy community. It was, it was really, uh, it, it aligned in, in our budget. It was, it was still a lot of money, but we were able to afford it because we, he's not coming in. No, but I we mean, didn't have to fly him in, yeah. but I will but we say, have that live stream I, I will say, in. uh, Spotify, we, we know you're paying mm-hmm. Joe Rogan ain't cheap. No Spotify. I like we found out that Spotify paid him hundreds of millions to be on their platform. So you can only imagine what we've had to do to Talk, get him on just on our podcast. Not as much, surprisingly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. actually, it was, a, it was quite economical. A, quite, a, quite, a, quite a good fave. Realistic. Okay, so other than that, Bray, um, before we get Joe, because I know he said at, at the pre um, pre designated time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a hard shoot. We got a hard time. We got a hard day for him. So we got we but, got about ten minutes before Mr. Joe Rogan is ready. So uh, what are we going to talk about? The, okay, I want to ask you. Do you have the countdown? Yeah, I got the countdown on my phone. I got the timer going. The clock? <laughs> yeah, I know. Keep you can keep looking around. There's still. You, why don't you double check that wall that you already? Looked? No, <laughs> don't you fall. I would hate for you to get hurt during this episode, okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> You've got a baby on the way. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. I You've been doing so good I at taking afford- care of your wife and your kid. Like, and you got a new it. one on the way. Like, you, Yeah, you- I, can't af- I can't afford to get hurt right now. <laughs> I really can't. Uh, that would be terrible. The last thing I need is another hospital bill prior to the hospital bill that I'm going to get for my wife. Maybe you could like, get a discount. Her- is that a thing where if you got hurt? Where and you were like already in the hospital, and they were like, you know, or your wife's giving birth, and you would just need like stitches or something. You're like, hey, can you check this out while we're waiting? Because you're just like waiting around for her to give birth and be like dilated and well, all that anyway. The last time that I renewed my insurance, they had a couple of check boxes of like, what are you, what is likely going to be happen to you? Like, if you do you work out a lot, do you mm-hmm. drink a lot, do you smoke, or do do you do any of these things? And like one of them was, the uh, so I'm like, I drive, I definitely, I run quite a bit. Yes, you do. But I'm like, I don't swim. I'm not near water. I'm not a fireman, so I'm not near fire. I'm not no, like. You, no, uh, you haven't. There's like a 0% chance of that happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just, uh, I, I'm just, uh, I, 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 if l- sitting for eight hours Mm-hmm. is a work hazard then i'm probably insured for that but nothing yeah, sure. else i mean i was just watching chernobyl actually i know it's kind of weird because that show came out a while oh, ago 2019 I mean, I mean like called yeah, <laughs> you know they want to reference back it's a great show it really is but i mean like i was watching that because you know they're sending all these people that were exposed to like all that poison like radiation this had like all these severe burns oh, all yeah, over their skin poison. Stuff. i was just like dude what would that look like 
in today's age where if even it wasn't a massive exposure, if it was just one person, like what would your insurance do if you just had like really gnarly burns that you weren't covered for? Like that would be terrible. That would suck. And actually kind of, uh, uh, we'll see if we'll talk to Joe about this kind of stuff, but, um, there's actually some people who believe that Chernobyl actually didn't happen. What? They say that there's really no proof uh, that Chernobyl even existed. The mutated animals that survived and like live in the area that were exposed to all the Bro. radiation? Bro, that's just Russia. That's just We don't Russia. know what exactly is in a, Russia. A big, it's a big territory. So uh, you never know if that's actually a, a, a three-legged squirrel or if that's just how Russia <laughs> makes their cats. I you were say, or just a really well-hung squirrel. <laughs> that is a, <laughs> is that oh, a squirrel with three legs? You know no, what? that's a furry penis. <laughs> that is true. You never see a good... <laughs> You don't. You don't hear the good the, sides of Chernobyl. That's right. You the, never the, see the good pieces on. Yeah, only of in the comic good books do they talk about the the good nature of radiation, mm-hmm. the the positive aspects of radiation. Oh, like whenever I got vaccinated, I kind of became Captain America for a little bit. Yeah, That's for right. a little bit, for yeah. a little bit. But then you assaulted that guy, and <laughs> they revoked I, no, your shield. I didn't, uh, no, I didn't. Okay. That's kind of the I lied. That's what I told you before. You lied. No, because it's now it's 2021, and what happened to Captain America is you 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 saw the movies at the end. He has to give his shield to a black guy because times are a changing. So <laughs> just times when I got, they I got are a changing. Thanks, Bob Dylan. So so when I got fitted for my uniform and I had my shield, okay. they're like, "That's perfect." Now you have to give it to a black guy. I was like, "But I." But I went through the whole process. My body went through this evolutionary experience. And you already had like a pretty sizable chest. You were holding girls down. Thanks. Yeah. You, you know, you can, you, can, you, can, you can put on some mass by allegedly. And to be fair, you never actually chicks. held a girl down, but no. you've talked a lot about how you could. Right. If they're into that sort of thing. That's all. Yeah. If you if they wanted right. you to, you that's really out. That's my out. That's mm-hmm. right. That's no. Out. So then I had to give it to uh, Anthony Mackie. <laughs> Oh, same guy. I was like, didn't I was like, didn't the real Shouldn't Captain you already have one? Yeah, he sold it at a pawn shop. He sold Captain <gasps> He needed a quick buck. Uh, I get it. Other other than that uh, giant America fighting America. robots movie that he was in and the Avengers movies. What else has Anthony Mackie starred in? Um, He's, he doesn't exactly have a whole lot of cash, just like us, because we paid Joe Rogan to be a guest on our podcast. Yeah. And, okay. Well, and we're going to milk it for every right, for so, every moment. Okay, well, speaking of Joe Rogan again, I wanted to ask, when you woke up today and you were like, oh my gosh, like, did you, what was it, you were like, I'm going to talk to Joe Rogan today? If I'm being honest, I didn't wake up, because I never went to sleep. You were that nervous? I was so excited. I, like, we were talking to, I think it was Jamie, it might have been him, but. Yeah, we had that, like, phone call that we talked before. Correct. So. Planning it out. Here's, here's the thing, guys. Um, if you want to book Joe Rogan onto your, onto your podcast, this is what you do. You can't just dive into it. No, 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 no. It's a pretty hard process. You have to go to the, you have to go to your phone. Mm-hmm. This is a life hack right now to get sure. Joe Rogan onto your podcast. Pay attention. You go one, 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 one. Okay. That didn't, that didn't call Joe Rogan. One, 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 two. That didn't call Joe Why Rogan. Why did you start with like a foreign country area? Am I you also, know he lives am in I, Austin. Am I? <laughs> yeah. Was, I, don't go to Google. Don't look no, up I'm what sure, area no, codes are. No, we didn't do that. I think we just got his. Uh, we know he has phone, multiple phones, but so we got his contact through one of the emails when we were shooting it back and forth. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When we when we wrote powerful gre at mm. rogan.com. it worked. It's pretty. <laughs> it's on. It's on his website. <laughs> it, it wasn't a mystery. Yeah, it wasn't a mystery at all. Um, 
so you know what now that you know we're gonna do joe maybe we should do an interview with jamie young jamie like no. <laughs> we, like we asked him we asked uh, we asked him to do an interview but we constantly am asking him to bring stuff up that we let's don't talk sh- about some that, topics jamie that we don't we, yeah, we, we don't watch prep. videos off camera and we're just like that's fascinating and we don't show it to the or maybe we have him on, we pull up wrong videos and mm. just grind his gears to no end. Oh, he would hate that. But we wouldn't have we we, we could afford Jamie probably. Oh yeah. That that is yeah. true. That's actually very interesting that we don't see Jamie on any uh like other podcasts. Like you'd think he would probably be on podcasts. I think, like I what's think his, he, but I he probably don't because a lot of it would be just what's it like? Being with Joe Rogan. Like yeah, probably uh, be on a podcast where all they're talking about is the other person. You know, I think that Jamie's the kind of guy that likes to kind of be uh, in the background a little bit. You know, he's not no way. He's not super about like the. <laughs> he's not about the limelight, and he, you know, like he he probably could hold his own with like any anybody because he's at that level of production. But I think he is kind of that pr- production kind of guy that isn't the talent necessarily. He he enjoys his talent is is in producing and his, running a, his talent is googling things, looking at Google images and pulling. Well, up he's got to hit videos. those numbers. He's got to he's got to change mm. switch the cameras. Mm-hmm. He's got to make sure everything's running. That's right. The stream is up, and mm-hmm. he's probably writing Spotify employees. Oh, I, saying, I, I gotta back off. I, I don't want to. I don't. I, we have a two minute warning. A two minute yeah, warning before from Joe our, Rogan's from our pro- yep. producers. All of our cameras are still looking good. Uh, they're oh, they're run. They, they seem to be. You on. guys. <laughs> This is. I, I'm just glad that the audience gets to see this whole journey f- for us. You know, if you've been following the along, building the anticipation, the anticipation because it's like going to see all of us seeing our. I mean, as podcasters, he's basically our hero. Oh, he's a uh, he's one of my biggest role models when it comes to podcasting or life in general. Like, oh man, he's he's done he's just done so many uh, cool things, right? Let, uh, and, to, and let's get into a let's little. Name let's name him off. Ready? Let's get into. Right, let's got, get into. He was a. Uh, he was in Fear Factor. Yeah. He's a stand-up comedian. Yeah. UFC commentator. Yeah. Uh, stand-up comedian. Yeah, said that. Uh, you said that. Uh, I'm sure that he's a dad. Yes. He's uh, got husband. Some, he's got some great tattoos. He works out. Let's just keep naming other Does things. Does yoga. Oh, I'm sorry. My hand's kind of in your way. His I'm sorry son. about that. No, buddy. <laughs> There's nothing that we hate more about like doing a good quality podcast and then something going wrong with the video. Like, ugh, yeah, but we're we've you we've got to prepare. We've, we've nailed we've, it. We've made mistakes before, and now and now we're gonna nail it. Yeah, it's uh because I, I if you've watched our YouTube videos, we've had to reset cameras and um and and kind of run the mm-hmm. uh, all right uh, Joe, run the run the whole thing. Cool, but Joe's almost ready. Okay, he's cool. almost he's almost ready. Oh, he just texted you. Yeah, and he's saying I, he's, I don't I don't think it's actually Joe. I think it's Jamie. Oh, but I just oh, have okay. it. I just have it has a JRE did it, podcast. Did it say number? He is almost ready. No, <laughs> he said, or is that Joe Rogan referring to himself in the third person? I don't know. I don't even know. But I think he's going to be pretty down to earth, though. I, but I wanted to just say, uh, like talking about his podcast, there are some podcasts where it they're hilarious. There's some podcasts that just get you motivated, like with David Goggins, uh, Cam Haynes, sure. Jocko Willink. Like those people, they make you want to go. Like he's a real big inspiration, and I kind of want to hope. Hopefully, we get to touch on those stuff. Yep. Uh, I, and I think uh, again, will. I think we're expecting to do a longer podcast too than we because Joe Rogan's really want really. Mm-hmm. He's when you sit down with him, he's ready to go That's for right. like an hour or more. <laughs> yeah, we've got like some topics ready to mm-hmm. go, and I think all right, he's texting me right now. Oh, nice, nice, cool. He's giving me the countdown. Oh, Sean, hey, what? Yeah, our dude, the cameras just went off. Why? Why is that red light flashing? It only flashes. Switch the battery. 
What? No, dude, Switch we don't it have to time. the backup battery. No, we, no, you, we have time. We have time. I'll text no, him. No, I, I. Oh shit! He said he's about to call in. No, no, no. Okay. Switch out the battery. No, I can't do that, dude. There's not. There's not enough time. Okay. Uh. <clears throat> Brain, just switch out the battery. Dude, I, I, there's three of these things. Oh shit, there he is. I don't know cameras. Okay, we are live. What's going on, Joe Ooh, Rogan? We're live. Joe is streaming live with us from a studio out in Texas. And can I say how excited I am uh, that we finally have made this happen? I've been a fan for so long and you've been on our podcast. It's been so cool for us. It's good to be here, man. It's good to see you. I'm so stoked. Arguably, the greatest podcaster of all time is on our show. Can you believe it, Bray? I mean, some might say it's unbelievable. I mean, from back in the day with you hosting Fear Factor. Oh, and his career, like the UFC commentator. Dude, like, yeah, and not to mention his stand-up comedy. Uh, you, Joe, have one of the coolest careers I have followed. Dude, and you look at you. You're so you're so fit. It. I mean, it's safe to say that you look uh, like you got most guys look up to you because. They want to be more like you. A lot of, a lot of things are happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're, we're sorry. We're sorry. We just, we're just really excited that you're here. Yeah, yeah I feel like we're rambling I, I, a bit, but I... There's a lot of things going on. Uh, why don't we pick up a start from the beginning, right? Um, right at the top. Uh, like, how, how we actually got Joe Rogan on the podcast yeah, in, did, in the first place. How did we get the man himself on our podcast? Uh, we should tell everybody that you and I had well first of all we had a long conversation on the phone yeah the uh, uh that's right uh it was a long conversation um after we had been emailing back and forth i mean i may have been emailing you or jamie i don't i i was it wasn't quite it, it got kind of got lost in the in the in the, the tussle of it translation but, yeah i mean but then we finally exchanged numbers and we did a little test podcast you could say a little a little test pod uh pre-pod if you will uh, uh because i mean we're professionals here we're all professional i mean we're i mean that's how you do it right? wouldn't you say sean um i think it went okay until we started making some I guess less than tasteful jokes. I should say, you know, uh, Joe, I'm sorry. I didn't understand that on our podcast, you know, maybe you didn't understand. We like to keep it loose. Like we play it right off the cuff, baby. Yeah. We like to keep it fresh and, and just, uh, uh right off the top of the head. And, uh, we don't, uh, want you to take anything, that, uh, too seriously on the viral show. That's, I mean, most of this stuff is jokes, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I know it started off shaky, but now we're on the same page and I think Brayton was, you know, he was kind of able to clear the air and schedule the real podcast for tonight. And then we decided to do another podcast and we cleared the air on the phone. We decided to clear the air more on a podcast. And here we are. Yeah. Um, I think some of that first episode actually got leaked and there were people on the internet that were not happy with what we talked about <laughs> right. on that practice round. Yeah. Uh, in hindsight, uh, the the Holocaust bit was uh, not, not, not the best choice. Yeah, you know, were you hesitant to come back and do the real episode with us, Joe? Um, in the interest of being completely honest, there was, I was hesitant to do it not because I didn't want to talk to you, but because of just the amount of bullshit that I get from people that get angry that you and I are friends. I know, right? Like, the it, it makes sense that the internet not knowing us would probably want to cancel us without knowing who we are. I mean, you know that why give that guy a platform? Shoot. That's the big one. Why give that guy a platform? That's the big one. Oh, I didn't realize we had a platform, but I think every time we've talked, it's been fun, right? 
you and I have always had a good time together. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, every time we've hung out, we've, we've always had fun together. Exactly. Joe, that's, that's, it's always fun when we get time, when we get a time to talk, right? Okay. Should we just dive into it? Let's dive into it, bro. All right, Joe, how do you feel about the United States government keeping secrets from the American people? The lack of communication has been the problem. Oh, definitely. You know, the I think our government's, I mean, it's bigger than it should be. It has more power and it should, act, it should actually serve our people. Right. And a big part of that would be establishing clear lines of communication with the public and being transparent, especially on something as big as, you know, NASA finding new life on Mars mm -hmm. recently. Oh, it's crazy. I mean, you've heard about it, right? I think everybody's heard about it. Yeah. So your take on it, just give me your take on it. It's just a conspiracy theory at this point, right? Right, right. So one of its explorations, the new, the the new Mars. I, I'm, I, I thought you would have heard of this, Joe, but uh, uh, one of them, uh, the Mars rover, apparently found some sort of life on a red on the red planet, and has shared some info on their website, and it was almost immediately removed. Mm. It's crazy. So some people think NASA was hacked and someone posted something on their website. Allegedly. Okay. Allegedly. And the conspiracy theory is that the government told them to take it down, told NASA to take it down. And now conspiracy theorist people are going crazy because some people saw it and shared it, but most people didn't see it. And then they think they think they were lying about it. That's a problem with all this conspiracy shit, right? Because the conspiracy theory stuff, the people that want to believe, they believe in conspiracies with everything. I think it's there's a part of the population that just eats this kind of stuff up. And I think there's a certain percent, and we talked about this just a, a few minutes ago. Yeah, a certain percent of people that if you do put it in front of their face, they just accept it. Exactly. Uh, they believe it with digging deeper and deeper into it. Well, this is a thing about conspiracies. It's very attractive to people that are schizophrenic. Uh, is there a direct correlation between people that want to believe there is life outside of our planet and schizophrenia, a mental illness? Schizophrenic people think everything's a fucking conspiracy from top to bottom. Every single interaction that people have is some sort of a stage event that's trying to take them down or control this or mind control that. That's a big factor in a lot of this conspiracy theory shit is mental illness. Okay, um, I'm I'm not saying that schizophrenia isn't real. I, I mean, we all we all know it's a real thing, but uh, I, I think what Sean is trying to say is that just because someone believes a conspiracy doesn't mean they necessarily have a mental illness. Right. I mean, we know that they're out there, but how often do you actually come across someone that is saying specifically there's life on Mars and you think it's not just some dude on drugs? Like they actually have a mental illness. There's one that I saw just two days ago. Oh, shit. Okay, mental illness is one thing, but why does the internet get so fascinated and obsessed with these stories? Like, because regular people are seeing and talking about these things, too. Well, it's just because that's what gets clicks. Oh... Right. The internet and mainstream media definitely directs the attention of the public towards the things that they want them to be talking about. This is one of the problems with, with news coverage today, is that they find things that people want to pay attention to, and they focus on them out of proportionate. Ah, the mainstream media. Yep, they don't do the general public 
any favors. It's like it's 1984. I mean, Big Brother's watching you and wants to tell you how to think. Yep, yep, yep. yep. And you know what that reminds me of, Brayton? What? V for Vendetta with <gasps> Hugo Weaving and Natalie Portman. Oh, it's such a good movie. Oh, one of my personal favorites. I mean, it's got everything that you want, right? A masked vigilante trying to take down a corrupt government, a dystopian future. And Natalie Portman. Ooh, also one of my faves. Oh, She's great in that movie. Yeah. Um, you know what I you know what I'm realizing? What's that? People don't talk about that movie enough. Like it's it's just so good. Oh, that's right. You know what? Honestly, uh, my opinion is it's just one of the best adaptations from a graphic novel to the big screen of all time. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, let's let's take this step by step. Oh, I'm sorry. We're just getting excited. I get excited about <laughs> yeah. talking about Natalie Portman. I think we all do. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Let's get back uh, back on track here. I almost thought you wanted to step-by-step step go through V for Vendetta, but that, uh, before we derail the whole episode, let's get, let, let's get back to it. Communicate and clear the air and talk and some of the shit that you and I talked about earlier. Right, right. Uh, earlier, you told us to stay on topic and that we should take it step by step. Yeah, we're sorry, Joe. You specifically said no rambling, and we're definitely rambling, so we're sorry. Yeah, so let's, st- let's stay on topic here, Joe. Uh, a little bit authoritarian. Uh, uh, what do you think uh, uh, is going on between NASA and the government? Um, there's a bunch of things going on. Okay. Like what kind of stuff? One, there's... It's a story that attracts people's attention. True. I mean, you're not going to get those clicks if the story doesn't suck people in right away. Right. Some people love to see that and blow it out of proportion like it's a crisis and that it basically is a boy who cried wolf, right? And it's horrific for people to, to look at, accuse them of being a crisis actor. But what's the point? What is the real reason why mainstream media would purposefully misguide people? So then they start pushing that story, and that story becomes something that they make money off of. So, yeah, I guess that's what happened with us. Some of our jokes got taken out of context, and mainstream media wants to wants to cancel us. Exactly. I mean, we make one joke about Kamala Harris. I mean, being an assassin for China, and it gets taken out of context. Which is really, in in some ways, kind of ironic. They keep this story in the news, and they keep getting clicks off of you and misrepresenting some of the things that you've said. I know. It's it's crazy. They keep on hounding me about it, and they keep on putting my face everywhere. But, you know, to be honest, at the time, we didn't think that it would be uh, uploaded to the internet. I mean, we're really not that popular, right? I mean, we do do well for ourselves. But to think that those things that would get... Out like on that first practice episode. Yeah. Now, now we're labeled as the hateful people having negative influence on people's lives. And it was just a practice podcast, a peepee. Is this? Is it fair to say that you weren't really a hundred percent aware of what kind of influence you were having? Oh, definitely not. Uh, definitely not. Uh, we had never gotten that kind of attention before, Joe. I mean. Who knows? Maybe the people that saw it are schizophrenic yeah. and they have mental illness and, you know, and their cancel culture opinion shouldn't be taken that seriously. Right? Yeah, exactly. Anytime something happens, there's a certain amount of people that think that there's a conspiracy, even when it's just a plane crash, even when it's just what fill in the blanks. I, you know, I think it's uh, that people like I've gotten too used to entertaining the idea that these wild stories uh, being real because 
that is what is presented to them and they don't think about it. They accept it at face value. And now you can talk to your friends and your family and the latest thing, even though it doesn't hold any water, right? This is a big problem. It's crazy to see how easily it is for people to just run with something that they see online. Did you hear the story that recently got uncovered of the poison cheese during the Cold War that would be imported to the USA and was supposed to, uh, you know, allegedly reprogram rats to spread diseases among the U.S. population? Definitely does that to, to rats. It actually reprograms rats' brains. Wait, 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 wait. You're, you're saying during the Cold War... The Soviets had the technology to weaponize rodents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. They had <laughs> they had some kind of chemical that would mess with the rats' brains, and it ended up killing the rats because it's basically poison. But now they found out that the same chemical the Soviets used oh. um, back in the day with, in the cheese, uh-huh. it's the same thing that neutralizes odors in kitty litter today. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's one of the reasons why they tell women when they're pregnant to stay the fuck away from cat litter. What? What dude, Joe, my my wife is pregnant. I I have three cats in my house. You're oh, is no. she is she exposed to the poison? Uh, allegedly. Allegedly that's like, and, the story. And, and can she she could die? Alle- okay, only allegedly. Oh, okay, it, oh no. Okay, but they're trying to keep it from the public is the point that I'm trying to say. It doesn't necessarily kill you, but it's still very dangerous, oh. right? It can be actually fatal for babies. Oh, oh, this, dude! Oh, this is not good. This, this is not good. This is really bad, Bray. You have been poisoning your family and unborn child because you have cats in your oh, house. Oh no, 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 no! I need, I need to call my wife. I oh, we need to get we need to get rid of the cats. I've been trying to tell you that for years. They're terrible pets. Dogs are far superior, and they don't do in and they don't you know they don't try to indirectly poisoned your loved ones no is is it poisonous chemicals all brands or uh, of kitty litter i don't know like is it arm and hammer i don't know oh is it meow meow okay but you do buy a lot of stuff from that russian warehouse surplus store right oh cascovia yeah that's the one but their their deals are unbeatable dude i know i buy my vodka i buy my kitty litter i buy bulk baby (laughs) bulk at the russian store baby i guess that's the price you pay for saving a few bucks right i i i i I just enjoy the atmosphere i i feel like i'm james in a james bond movie instead of trying to hunt down a killer i'm hunting the rock bottom prices that only a warehouse selling directly to the public can offer. Okay. I guess this is where we should say that today's episode is sponsored by Brain's favorite store, Coscovia. Uh, Joe, do you mind doing the ad read for us? Yeah, here we oh, go. No, he's shaking his head. No. <laughs> Nostrovia. Welcome to Coscovia, giant warehouse in Russian part of town. We have all necessities for proper happy life. You need borscht? We'll have borscht. You need potato? We'll have both genders, male and gay male. You need vodka? We sell by the crate. At Kutuskovia, we sell at rock bottom price so other capitalist dirty dog warehouse no can compete. Now we even have a food market with hot dog for one American dollar. Made with real dog. Come become a Koskovia member, comrade, or we do a regrettable shoot in the face. Nostrovia. So, is there scientific proof that there is a harmful chemical substance that is uh, 
in some of my household items? Well, this is a matter of complex biology. I mean, so I think it's insanely complex, and it's something that scientists are studying on a daily basis. Okay, I'm uh, sorry to cut you off, Joe Rogan, but uh, I want to just uh, sidestep the conspiracy theory topic uh, for a second. If if I need to leave right now because my family's lives are in danger. Well, Brayton, Joe Rogan is our guest. We've been we've been waiting a long time to get him onto our show, and now you're making uh, this all about you is what it seems no. like. So because it's about you, it becomes a primary point of focus because it's affecting your life and it's something that you're concentrating on. Okay, guys. All right. Well, uh, I, I, I guess it's still kind of on topic. I mean, with, with something like this, wouldn't the media be blowing up the story? Like, wouldn't it be a big deal? Honestly, if the media really cared, they probably would have never talked about it. What do you mean by that? They want to hear you uncover conspiracies. And some of them aren't as bright as others, and some of them can't see logic. Okay, but uh, I'm now I'm getting worried. Like, it, what is more important, talking to Joe Rogan uh, or keeping my family safe? Brayton. I don't want to be here. I, 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 I don't want to be here if my family's getting poisoned. I know you don't. Uh, thanks, Joe. Uh, I, is it? Uh, I hope you understand. But is it okay if we if we reschedule this in the middle of the podcast? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I I just really need to go and throw out some cat cat kitty litter. No. Oh, okay. Um, Joe, you're sure it's okay if we reschedule this? Yeah. Oh my gosh, Brayton, your face is bright red. Are you feeling okay? My dude, my family has been slowly getting poisoned. Do you think that I'm okay out here? Brayton, watch out for that candle. <clears throat> Wait, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, oh my god. Oh. Oh. This is actually dangerous. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, Brayton, your arm. Oh, no, put that out. Go, 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 go. You got to get to the sink. Oh, my god. Brayton, you're on fire. No, 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 no. He's on fire. He's on fire. <laughs> Dude. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> I'm on fire. Dude, oh. calm down. Just go get to the sink. Brayton, just go get yourself under the sink. No, don't stop. Drop and roll. Don't do that on my rug. Just go to the sink and get yourself oh under gosh. some water. <laughs> Oh my God! Ooh. Okay, uh, we can reach out to you and we can reschedule. Hopefully, oh. Brayton doesn't get himself poisoned or caught on fire next time. Am I right? Yes. Oh man! Well, that was a doozy of an episode. Uh, Brayton's gonna be fine. I'm sure he's gonna be fine. He's gonna let me know when he gets to the hospital. But he said he's gonna go home first, check on that kitty litter thing, look at the ingredients. I don't even know if there's a list of ingredients on kitty litter because it's not something that you eat. But maybe he's gonna, you know, say that it contains that one weird chemical. I don't know. Either way, Brayton's gonna be fine. He's probably gonna be back next week. Um, the only reason he's not gonna be back next week is if his, you know, his burns are are much more severe and the doctors want to keep him at the hospital longer, which I doubt it. Um, the only other reason that he wouldn't be here is if his uh, wife uh, gives birth to their baby and then he's got to be on some daddy duty for a little bit, in which case I would have to hold down the fort by myself, which is not something that I want to do. I mean, I could do it. Could I do a solo noisy business podcast sesh? I mean, I could do that. Do I want to do that? No, I definitely don't want to do it. I miss, I would, I would miss my dynamic duo with my Bray toy. So we'll see. 
We'll see what happens. We'll see if a baby's coming or not. But anyway, thanks for listening to this episode. Thanks again for Joe Rogan, the man himself. Uh, we're going to try to get that rescheduled so we can get, you know, a legit full episode in the books without Brayton freaking out or getting himself caught on fire. You know, classic Brayton. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we still have a few minutes left on this episode with yours truly. So I wanted to address something because that we, you know, it, it relates to what we talked about earlier in the episode because we talked about several conspiracy theories and then we talked about poison, you know, like cat litter and how I did mention that dogs are far superior pets than cats. And I'm starting to wonder that there's more than one major conspiracy that the feline variety are directly involved with. And I want you guys to brace yourselves because about half of the population in the United States owns cats. And so if you are living with one of these little devil creatures, then uh, you're going to need to take a deep breath because here it comes. Uh, The cats are trying to destroy the human race. Thank you. Thank you for the music. Okay, you guys. So. Here, it's it's not as goofy as it sounds, because think about it. Back in the day, we go, we rewind all the way back to ancient Egypt. What did the ancient Egyptians worship? They worshipped cats, but, okay, yeah, everybody kind of understands that, but why, like, in Egyptian mythology, what did cats re- represent? Why did they worship these selfish little furballs? Um, they thought they were the guardians of the underworld, so they only paid them respect out of fear, is kind of what my take is after all my research that i've done and um and that's that's not a good thing that they're they're not worshiping these cats out of like love and admiration no 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 no. they are terrified for their lives they want to go on to a happy afterlife and they don't want to go to the underworld basically hell what as we would call it these days and cats have something to do with death and a regrettable afterlife Is it that far of a stretch? Okay, let's fast forward and let's touch base on the one that we just talked about. So if there's an ingredient in kitty litter that the Soviets made to put into kitty litter to kill the odor for cats, but it wasn't killing the cats, it was only harmful to humans, you guys, do you think cats had a say in this? Absolutely they did. The cats would have been like, yeah, yeah, we don't care about humans. You know, we are far superior to them. But if you're going to poison them, that's fine, Soviet people. Like, just don't, don't, you know, don't poison us and give us some kind of profit. Give us a cut on the deal. And you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, you know, they have all those, like, murals and stuff of Stalin. And they had some of, like, Lenin back in the day, Cold War, like, after World War II. You know, it was a, it was a red, it was a red country. The communism was had a firm hold on on the population and everything over there but you know nobody really talks about all the cat statues that were over there they erected these huge monuments to you know to honor their their fearless leader you know the leaders of communism the faces of communism but nobody really talks about the giant the giant statues that they would put up the giant like metal statues of cats that they would put up like right next to Stalin it's like wait a second wait a second at one point in history did cats make some kind of deal with communism you know everything that's like anti-america and anti-freedom what are cats cats are the embodiment of communist pets they're soviet advocates that want to kill your freedom and therefore they're america's enemies dude what okay and then let's also 
Okay, that's just just two examples. I'm gonna go ahead and finish this one off with arguably the biggest one. Ready? The bubonic plague. And I know everybody that's listening at this point, which is probably not a lot of people with my boring voice, but hey, Brayton, if you're listening to this, pumpernickel starfish, baby. All right, let's finish this one off strong. So when it comes to the Black Plague, the bubonic plague in medieval times, the everybody knows that like the fleas could spread the disease and like the fleas would live on the rats and the rats were running rampant around Europe, right? And then like they used to think that it was the rats that like spread the disease but really it was like the fleas and like other bacteria that was being spread around all over right 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 but when you're really thinking about it let's take a step back why were there so many rats running around in the first place like there were tons and tons of feral cats and like dogs and stuff right dogs can only do so much they're probably busy you know showing empathy to humans whenever they're getting sick and not leaving their side because they're loyal as hell but where were cats? Cats are supposed to be like hunters and stuff. They have that natural instinct to go after that kind of thing. But where were they whenever the rats had the plague? Did the cats know? Did, did somebody tell the cats? The cats knew something that we didn't know. The cats knew that the plague was being spread around and that they could do something about it. But instead, they decided to watch the human race nearly die off. Over a third of the population in Europe died. It was a worldwide disease. Cats didn't care if humans came and went or died. They don't care. They they think that we live to serve them. And I really want to bring this specifically, this point to a head for Brayton specifically, okay? Brayton, you have several cats and you have only a couple kids. You're, at, you're outnumbered, kid. They're going to outgun you. They are not loyal to you. You you give them some attention and then you give them treats and food. And that's the only reason that they haven't turned on you. As soon as they see another baby enter the fold and they you don't get as much, you know, you're not able to dedicate as much of your time to these selfish animals. Oh, my gosh. They're going to turn on you. You need to get rid of your cats. Everybody, let's start a movement. They don't care about you. They're like I said. They're little fur balls of communism. They're trying to infiltrate our country. Allegedly. All right, you guys. I'm going to leave it at that. Because, honestly, what else is there to talk about? Start the movement. Eradicate cats. We don't need them. They don't need us. They only want to use us. I'm starting to feel like an AM radio-like talk shows where I'm just rambling on about you know the same thing and just getting frustrated about stupid stuff okay you guys thank you for listening to this episode of the noisy business podcast I'm your host Sean the other host Brayden is the one that has gone probably in the hospital at this point or throwing his kitty litter in the dumpster thank you for listening and thanks again for Joe Rogan for being our awesome guest and check us out on social media Instagram TikTok Twitter Facebook uh, like and re- leave a review like and comment on this episode if you're watching this on youtube apple music google play spotify whatever you have you know uh podomatic whatever it is we really appreciate it and we want you guys to always stay noisy so i've come to the realization friend nobody really enjoys pickles anymore the common man has changed times have changed this country has changed we've turned our back on our creator in god we trust i don't think so friend you know 
I thought for a second people just didn't enjoy pickles and they were just onto a new fad, maybe pickled onions, pickled zucchini perhaps. But I was dead wrong. I was so fucking wrong, friend. Pickles to you. Nobody wants to pay for anything anymore. People just want to see this goddamn country burn. And if you didn't know this already, friend, small business makes up the backbone of our country's economy. So by not ordering any of our delicious products at Pickles to You, you're trying to murder our people. You're trying to destroy our democracy, friend. That's right. The free world is coming to a sudden, destructive end. Because you can fork over a little bit of cash to help me put some food on my fucking table. That wasn't pickled, of course. So thanks for nothing, everybody. We're going out of business. Pickles to you. But I guess if you still wanted some pickles, friend, you could always just go down to your local grocery store and get some bland, overpriced pickles. Because I guess that's what you really fucking wanted to do, wasn't it? We had a Yelp page as well. We didn't really get a lot of help from Yelp. Somebody left a review, little JP Morgan. JP said, Pickles to you is a sham. Overpriced pickles. Bland. Would not recommend. Well, JP, thanks for nothing. Now I can't afford my dog's diabetes medication. That's right. I'm going to put my dog down, JP. But I can't afford to put him down at a pound. I have to do it the old-fashioned way. Thanks for ruining my life. Pickles to you. You know what? No. Stop that. No more ethereal voiceover pickles to you bullshit, okay? I'm here to tell you that my calm and reassuring voice is not a sign that things are going to be okay and maybe with a little bit of help things are going to work out, friend. Not anymore. I invested my life savings into this business. And you just flipped me the bird, friend. You just turned around and put that middle finger up and just flip me that bird straight off. And not to mention, I have no idea what I'm going to do with all these leftover pickles. 